Coffee talk. Let's get buzzed. Buzz. We're going to dive into Gem and Jam's lineup for another lineup listen. Um, I got Seth here. Hello. 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 Um, I want to start off just by kind of going over a little bit of the back uh, history of Gem and Jam. Um, I did a little bit of research going into this, and it's kind of an interesting um, backstory. They are associated with the Gem Festival in Tucson, which most people in Tucson know, or most people that know Gem and Jam know. Um, but what I didn't know is that it, like, it didn't start with the Gem Show. It kind of like started out like a really small uh, events alongside the gem show because there's nothing else going on musically and art wise during the gem show here in Tucson and then um, just eventually like teared up from there so interesting yeah the um, the guy that started it the founders guy uh, a guy named Toby White who just had a friend that was like en- enthralled with the gem show and thought it was super interesting hmm. came down realized there was no music and he's like well fuck it let's you know let's start something and the first year was in uh 2009 and um it was actually at the hut it was like yeah it was a club venue (laughs) um so it was at the hut for a while actually it looks like it was at the hut and i could i could be wrong here this is just off the research i did but it was at the hut a little little club venue up until 2015 so like a good you know five six years um and then you're not gonna believe where it moved to after that they jumped into the slaughterhouse Really? Yeah, from the hut. In 2015? Mm-hmm. 2015, 2016 looks like it was in Slaughterhouse, and I think 2017 was when they moved over to the Pima County Fairgrounds. So. I wonder what happened around 2016 with the Slaughterhouse, because I used to hear about a lot of stuff going on there, and then nothing around then. Yeah, and now it's coming back, so now there's a back. show coming up uh, next month with Zed's Dead here, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, when I saw that it was in Zed, in Slaughterhouse, I was like, I don't know why there aren't more more things thrown in Slaughterhouse, and now it sounds like there there was. So some, maybe something happened, or yeah, I don't know. Last I heard was my freshman year, 2017. There was uh, Jaws at the Slaughterhouse, and then nothing, nothing. after that. Yeah. Um, for those not from Tucson, Slaughterhouse uh, <coughs> sounds scary. It's kind of scary. It's literally like an old <laughs> shutdown. I think it's it used to be a butcher shop, right? Or slaughterhouse. Yeah. Actual slaughterhouse, yeah. yeah. Um, and now they don't, I don't think they still operate as a slaughterhouse, but I, I know it as the, um, during Halloween, they, they deck it out as um, a haunted house. Yep. Like a, it's a pretty good haunted house. Yeah, it's fucking dope. It's a good, it's a, <laughs> it's a good it's time. A, for sure. Fun time, but it's a lot of open space and in Tucson, it's kind of hard to find. And that's why I think it'd be a great venue and probably was and will be. Um, but yeah, then 2017, they jumped out to the Pima County, Pima County Fairgrounds, and that's where they've been um, for the remaining years. Um, but since it's the 15th annual, I wanted to kind of go through uh, just a, like a, a review of some of the, the artists that have been a part of Gem and Jam. Some of the, um, don't won't go over like every single year and every single artist, but some of the big names that have come through Gem and Jam over the years. Cool. Um, you're a little bit more into the, the jam band scene, and yeah. that's kind of more where it originated. So you might know yep. some of these names that I don't. So if you do, stop me and let me know. Yeah. Um, do you know a guy named um, Alex Gray is? 
Um, I've heard of his music growing up and stuff. I've yeah. never seen him live or anything though. But yeah, a lot okay. of my friends are fans. Okay, like because there's in 2013 they did three nights with Alex Gray, and really? I guess it was just three full. And that was the only artist on that lineup. It was just Alex Gray for three straight nights. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that a couple of my buddies just really love that guy. Yeah, I haven't listened to him very much. I think I have a few <laughs> songs here and there, but no, nah, I've never really done a deep dive into yeah. Alex Gray. I'll, uh, I'll have to look into it too because to have somebody come on for three nights straight, it's gotta, you gotta have some, it's true. some fans, some real fans. Yep. Um, 2014, Purity Ring did a DJ nice. set. Oh, very cool. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay. Cause at that point, it was still at the hut. Yep. Um, uh, and another person uh, named Amosa. Those were the two headliners for 2014. <laughs> Um, 2015 was Alex Gray again and Allison Gray. I don't know if that's wife or sister or something or, uh, and then Emancipator Ensemble. Yeah. Nope. Not ringing any bells. <laughs> but that was the first year in Slaughterhouse. Uh, the next year I didn't know these names either, but, uh, Beats Antique, Lettuce, and the Polish Ambassador. Yep. Yeah? Yeah, both very cool. Beats Antique is sick. Um, I think the first time I saw them was like phoenix lights on the second stage early in the day one year and yeah it's just like very very it's like 50s music but like i don't know it's like if you took polka and tried to mix it with edm kind of it's like grammatic sort of Uh that guy you know very very interesting vibe lots of weird instruments that you haven't really heard much of in electronic music hell yeah yeah. Sounds very Jim and Jam esque, oh, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, totally right up there, Ali. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> and funny you said grammatic because 2017 was grammatic and Mike Gordon, and then uh, one at the time one of the smaller artists on the the roster. But I caught it, a man from my own heart, G Jones was. Dang, I think, and I think that was still at Slaughterhouse too. So nice. I think I think 2017 is around where they started incorporating. Um, incorporating more EDM artists. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think that's when this guy, Josh Pollock, uh, joined Toby White, the founder, um, and putting Jim and Jam on. So I think, I don't want to overstep, but I think Josh Pollock is kind of the guy that maybe brought in some of the, the EDM vibes to the festival and they kind of merged and created what, what Jim and Jam at least has been in the recent years. So, yeah, I'm looking online here and I can't find anything prior to 2015 where Relentless Beats was working with Jam and Jam. Yeah. So I wonder if that's where they started to just switch from more folk country jam music into more local jam Mm -hmm. country folk artists, rock artists, and then incorporate some larger electronic names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then they, they go up from there. The next year they had um, Masego, which was, I would have loved to see Masego, and uh, Charles the First. Oh, nice. And, yeah, 2018. Um, 2019, they uh, took a break. Sounds like they just had some issues um, pulling something together. So, um, or whatever happened. I, I no do idea. remember that they, they announced they weren't doing it for a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they came back and it might've been, honestly, now that I'm looking at this, it might've been just a 
save up funds or something because the next lineup was pretty stacked um had tipper had big gigantic had a lot of a lot of big like big names that i do remember that year yeah. people in yeah um and 2021 they had a very special uh guest named covid and so they, they didn't throw it in 2021 uh but came back in 22 pretty strong with liquid stranger scs9 and spongle um so even though there's breaks in the past four or five years, it seems like the, the lineup keeps getting bigger. And, and having lived in Tucson for that time period, I can definitely say it has more notoriety around here. Definitely. Um, sounds like it's always been a, a cult favorite, like a fan favorite. If you fuck with Jim and Jim, you always have, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but it's cool to see it's more now of an attraction for Tucson. Like people will come in um, and maybe not people that are super like diehard jam and jam but actually just heard about it as a as a dope festival come in yeah a couple older dudes on my beer league hockey team and flagstaff when i was first coming down here to go to college were like you gotta go to the gem and jam the gem <laughs> mineral festival man you gotta go there you got to check out the buff on 4th Ave and, and the meat rack and, and Jem and Jam. That's it. That's it for Tucson right there. Always listen to the, the drunk guys in the in the beer league. Oh, yeah. Uh, they know what's up. Oh, yeah. A couple, <laughs> a couple weird guys. But they, they were really cool. They always knew what was up. Well, they weren't wrong with those recommendations. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we decided to do this lineup listen. I told you to hold off. Um, I'm listening to some of the artists because the idea is we're going to go through um, kind of my picks for you here in a minute. But I wanted to get your um, initial thought on the lineup uh, when you saw it. Just kind of what what uh, pulled your attention, you know, kind of what what your initial thoughts of the lineup were. Well, yeah, of course, LS Dream popped out to me quite a bit. Yeah. I've seen him a few times in the last couple of years and dude is absolutely incredible every single time I've seen him. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Liquid Stranger, too, so that was pretty sick seeing him on there. Also, it's nice to finally see a String Cheese Incident return to Arizona mm -hmm. after listening to them for so many years and not ever seeing any shows that were really feasible for me to go to. I was like, hey. Yeah. And they're playing multiple sets. That's, that's a big plus. Hell, I've got handfuls of my best friend's dad's hitting me up like hey you going to gem and jam i'm coming down i'll see you you know yeah. like so that's gonna be pretty cool the floozies i've always wanted to check them out big fan of their music so down is really cool i uh i've never never seen him or them or her not sure but I really like listening to So Down and Justin Martin as well. Justin Martin's great. Mm -hmm. Seen him a couple times last year. Totally sick. I've got um, I've got a buddy Leaf. He's gonna be playing at Gem and Jam Vegetation oh, yeah. Bass. So I'm Ooh. pretty stoked to see him. Yeah. Dasha's boyfriend. You've met Dasha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just moved back out from Portland and. He's been making making some sick music or some some mixes lately, so yeah. he's gonna be playing. I don't know. I'm pretty stoked. We should try and run into him. And actually, we should probably mention too that we're gonna be going and attending the event and covering it. Um, but if yeah, you want I, to, I spoke to him a little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll try and we'll try and uh, link up with them. Um, 
Okay, but other than that, uh, the rest of the lineup, not too many names. Uh, okay, no. fuck. Perfect. Um, not a lot of other people I had heard of okay, much good. at all, no. No, dude, and that's good. And that's what I think is the beauty of a lot of, at least the um, lineups that I've looked through for Gem and Jam, is that they have a lot of sleepers, like people um, that you may not have heard of. Um, initially, when you look through, you don't recognize their name. And either you've heard their music or you fucking should have, because yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah, I've um, heard of Justin J, never really listened to much right. of him snakes and stars i don't know what that is heard of it talking dead heard plenty of great things never yeah. got around to listening yeah well that's good though um so it means i have a couple of things that uh, i can show you here today and get your actual initial uh response to it um um well can you guys I, I had a question for you just jump before you jump in like before we start listening to music what's what are you most excited about and i mean is it ls dream no honestly no? string cheese incident okay fuck yeah just because i don't know they just they've been in the game forever their styles just grown and and evolved over the years mm -hmm. and you know i'm just on the tail end of that being a late 90s baby so I'm pretty stoked and hyped just to like be a part of one of these real big great jam bands because you know they're all they're all wearing down to their the end of the match here and yeah. slowly everyone's dying and breaking up and if they haven't already you know these people that somehow are still together yeah for real are still making it work but i can't imagine that they're going to be able to keep doing this for an insane yeah. amount of time you know they're not an incredibly old jam band per se right. either but legendary you yeah, know 100%. their involvement in e-forest especially is pretty awesome yeah that's yeah that's so true and not something i really thought through but we're kind of i mean there's always going to be the genre sticking around but for the most part like the legendary uh we're seeing the end of a kind of a a generation of, of yeah, type of music definitely yeah um okay um We'll go ahead and get started. So uh, the f <laughs> we're going to start with the uh, top of the lineup, the the you know the headliners, the most notable names, and then work down the list. So tier Sick. one, uh, big bold letters, middle of the lineup is LS Dream. Yeah. Uh, you've <laughs> seen him multiple times in the past couple months. Can you just give me a rundown of the last time you saw LS Dream, what the show is like, and mm. uh, what the the whole experience was like? Well, I'm going to go back to not the last time, but okay. the second to last time I saw the stream. It was, it was at maybe three times ago. I don't know. It was about a year ago, a little over a year ago, me and Aaron saw him at Gold Rush. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a sick set. That stage had a great lineup the whole day. We had like Mize, Inzo, mm -hmm. LS Dream, and then Closey, I think, closing it out. And it was sprinkling during his set the whole time. Yeah. So they just panned the lasers out on like rainbow and it just looked like it was rainbow glitter coming down on us. Oh my God. And he just like, uh, just the combination of his visuals and, and his music and, and his transitions of just crazy things were like totally blowing my mind. The yeah. guy had me on the brink of tears, had Aaron crying. <laughs> like there was plenty of times in that set where I was just kind of grabbing my hair and thinking like, holy shit, what am I witnessing right now? <laughs> and there was this one song psychedelic into a sublime song. 
mm-hmm. that he makes live. And I, I tried so long to ID that before I finally just DM'd him on Twitter. <laughs> and I asked him like, Hey, is there anywhere I can find this recorded? And he hit me back and said like, oh, yeah, yeah I know you sent it to him. I don't know. You yeah. That's, you. that's something you'll only see in my live sets. Like you'll, Oh, is that what he said? He said, yep. Makes sense. You can't find it. Cause that only exists in my shows. <laughs> so I just, I was pretty upset. I, uh, wish I would have had like a video of that or something, but it was pretty, pretty incredible to be there and see it. It was, it's tough with some of those moments. It's, it's like, you, you wish you recorded it, but at the same time, it's kind of cool that you didn't because oh, it lives yeah. at this, like, as this magical experience that you only you have well, oh, yeah. everybody in the crowd but you know i've tried to recreate that transition that he did like uh, on on my board so many times just not a for hours and i haven't even gotten remotely <laughs> close i'm like nope it just can't be done yeah um oh i was gonna ask you do you think the uh <clears throat> the pan lasers in the rain was that like a uh, a planned move or was that like on the fly the, the i think that was just on the fly yeah, yeah. i think the VJ or if someone separate was doing the lasers was just kind of like, Hey, this works. <laughs> turn them off every now and then turn them back on. Genius. That Genius. was great. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, uh, think that I'll be showing you any LS dream song that you probably have not heard. So that's, that's okay. <laughs> but, um, I w- was looking through his songs and honestly, his whole album, uh, peace, love and webs, we could have picked any song off of it. Cause oh, it's fucking great album. Yeah. Amazing. But Incredible. I tried not to, I picked an older song. Uh, I picked eternal now, uh, which was put out in 2019. Um, let me pull it up. You know, it's a good song when just like the intro, you're like, oh, I know exactly what this is. I like that it builds up real smooth, but it still hits really heavy. But it's not like, it's a heavy hitting song for sure. It is. The the sub is nice. The bass lines are very nice in this song, but it's not, it's not like blasting in your face. It's not like screeching in your speakers ever. It's like subtle hard, if that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah, I remember seeing him like just on stage a couple times doing the robot to this <laughs> this song, like really? Yeah, doing all sorts of crazy dance moves. Spinning his bucket hat around and stuff. Yeah. Does he play this in most of the sets that you've seen? Yeah. 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 I've seen him play this a couple times. It'd be hard to sit on this song and not play it in your set. Yeah. This is with, um... Is it Peekaboo or Champagne Drip? Champagne Drip. Champagne Drip, yeah. yeah. This is super vibey. Very good blend of their styles, too. Yeah, for real. I don't fully understand. I mean, I don't understand at all how some of these producers create so much space, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously it's a little bit of uh, reverb and echo, but it's like it's just done so fucking well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mastered very nicely. But yeah, that, that's one thing with LS Dream is 
his songs all have a lot of space similar to like Grizz almost where it's a lot of ambient space noise in between kind of and then it's like weird you know (laughs) yeah I'll never get tired of that. I love listening to that kind of melodic dub or whatever that would be dubbed experimental bass sort of music where it's like hearing it, no matter how big of speakers you hear it, even like at the club, Mm -hmm. club, big concert quality speakers, it still doesn't even feel the same as when you're sitting there with like big six foot subwoofers yeah. up on the stage in front of you. It's, yep. it's, it's like a lot of mid tempo music where it's like, I just can't listen to it like in the car and stuff <laughs> every day. Whereas like live is yeah. completely different. Mm-hmm. You like feel the vibration literally like that song by Illustrium, yeah, feel yeah. The vibra- whatever it's called vibration. Vibrations. Yeah. I was, I was going to pick that song, but I've uh, been listening to it a lot and I think it's it was this this song uh, Terminal Now was released on um, Macon, which makes a lot of sense. Um, oh yeah, very, very trademark yeah um, <laughs> sound of Wakan, but hundred percent fucking gorgeous song. It might even be like diet for Wakan. Yeah, it's right. diet liquid stranger, <laughs> sugar free, sugar free. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Oh wow, yeah, I just saw that happen in slow mo. Dust to dust. <laughs> the hair just floated up and went right in his teeth. <laughs> what are the odds? What are the yeah. odds? Um, but we would be uh, remiss to talk about LS Stream in the lineup without talking about Light Code. Definitely. What you know about Light Code? Um, I honestly don't know much about Light Code at all, other than that my friends that are all huge LS Stream fans are always talking about it and. Mm. I just know it's some sort of side project from him or like a, like a, yeah, that's all I've really heard of is it's some sort of alias or like side project of LS streams, Mm -hmm. but I don't know anything deeper than that. Yeah. So like codes, uh, it's a side project and in his words, I'm reading this here, uh, is an, uh, ambient sonic landscape for your spiritual, emotional and creative journeys. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. In his sets, he like plays uh meditation like sound bowl music and stuff for a good like two three minutes sometimes in his sets and meditates with everyone on stage it's pretty cool (laughs) which is awesome i think this might be his way of trying to separate those two things like a a lot of artists seem to be doing that right now they have like competing interests and not that those things can't go together obviously he throws gasoline gang exactly um but so now he's just doing full sets of just the whole sound healing uh sound bowl stuff it's dope but straight um, up gem and jam alley too oh man i feel like everybody's gonna be there it's like 4 p.m camp edc kind of yeah. a vibe you know <laughs> yeah. like yep um and it was kind of cool he uh premiered essentially like code on his own <clears throat> album on peace love and Wubs. one of the songs which is one i'm gonna play uh four swords four of swords sorry um is it has some uh, as his alias light code as a feature on the track which i think huh. is a cool way to introduce your your own alias why not Sick. just put it on your own album yeah 
Um, but now I think he put out, uh, it's either a full album or, um, an EP under light code. So there is, there's more under, um, light code. Oh, also I found out that, uh, he does a weekly six part meditation live stream series on his, uh, personal YouTube channel. So wow. you can tune in every week and get some sound healing straight from Jack of all trades. Yeah, no shit. Uh, let's listen to four swords. Did you hear this one off the album? I think I listened to this whole album a few times over, but okay, I don't know if I listened to this one too much after I picked my, you know, like, few favorites yeah. and rolled with that. Should be uh, ignorant and try and name all the... The instruments we're hearing would <laughs> be so wrong. I don't think I would even be able to get close. I was just about to say it's kind of it sounds like like the instruments they use in like the Beats Antique though, you know. Yeah. Except theirs is much more like of a a beat kind of a vibe, but yeah, same kind of like boing boing noises. <laughs> too much about it but if i were to try an astral project i think this is probably what i would uh have playing yeah this sort of a thing just on repeat definitely whole playlist of it surrounded by some gems Okay, that song's about uh, nine minutes, so we're, <laughs> we're going to cut to the next. Uh, perfect for a meditative state. Yeah. Which I'll be down, you know, if I, if I can make it, I'm going to make it to the light code set oh, for definitely, sure. definitely, yeah. Be a nice little break. Um, Get off the feet. Yeah. Next headliner, uh, who you're most excited about, is the String Cheese Incident. Oh, hell yeah. You're going to be able to tell me more about String Cheese than I could ever tell you, so. Yeah. Um, um, progressive bluegrass jam band, about as old as I am, a little older, early 90s. Um, Telluride or Gunnison, Crested Butte, Colorado. Mm. They've got, uh, if I'm not wrong, I believe that they're like one of the original founders or something of Electric Forest. Oh, that's cool. They, uh, been around for a long time. Most of their music you can find is all live recordings. So yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure what's, what's going on with their, Involvement with Electric Force. I just know that they've been like one of the main artists performing, headlining multiple nights of the festival for a decade at least. So, at the very least, very well connected with oh yeah, the forest. Yeah, and it it's kind of interesting to watch though because every year, less and less people know more about the cheese going to the forest, and it's like. 
<laughs> Can we take a second and just recognize the, the sentence that you just said? <laughs> well, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Even Gem and Jam. I had a couple of friends that were like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to Gem and Jam. Grilled cheese, whoever. And I was like, hey, yo, 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 yo. You can say whatever you want about Ellis Dream or anyone else on that lineup. I'm like, don't go there. Yeah, I res- like, respect the legend when you see him. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's the same with Forrest, though. It's like the more it grows into a, a hybrid of just like a, a live music festival and an electronic music festival, I feel like less and less people go there knowing anything about the string cheese incident and their involvement in that festival yeah but what a great way to i mean you know hopefully they'll give them a chance and of course garner some new new fans um because i have not seen them but i've heard their live performances i mean like you said most of their things that you can find are live performances so they're obviously great live so they're incredible yeah um well the song that i picked and you might have picked something different but the one that pulled my attention most when i was just listening through is um sirens yeah it's a great song one of my my all-time favorites right on it's just a great song for uh for life yeah yeah plenty of times i've been driving down a summer road you know going out to a camping site or something, sundown with my good buddies singing this song. Yeah. It's a good song. Definitely makes you appreciate life. Oh, and I forgot to mention this is off their album Untying the Knot. Uh, 2003 is when it came out. It's pretty wild. <coughs> 2003, Untying the Knot, yeah. Sounds about right. They've got, uh, I think it's one of their earlier albums. It's called... It's called A String Cheese Incident, actually. 1998. A couple of my favorite songs are in there. We've got Lonesome Fiddle Blues and Dudley's Kitchen. Shane Treadway showed me this band when I was probably like nine or ten years old. Yeah. Lonesome Fiddle Blues is like forever his favorite song. And they're both great songs, just a good essence of kind of how their music works. Yeah. Something's kind of funny, it's like... This is very much their style, but at the same time, like, not much, you know? Yeah, it did seem to stick out, like, sonically from their other songs. Well, just listening to a lot of these jam bands, too, you know, it's like, their songs that they have on these streaming apps and stuff might only be six, seven minutes, but when you see them live, like, I'm sure they've got recordings on YouTube of them playing sirens at Electric Forest 2014 where it's a 22, 23 minute song you know right. that's kind of the free will that they get when they are headlining festivals multiple nights in a row Yeah, can play these iconic songs and just improv for three quarters of it so cool been playing together for 25, 30 years it's like second nature you feel like a glove then I'm sure with the other people you're playing with can't imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to to the cheese. 
the cheese, man. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, next person. Uh, so we're moving down to the second tier. Um, still big names. Um, first one I wanted to pull up is the Funk Hunters. Um, I uh, know a little bit of I knew the, the, the one song they got a hit song that, that gets tossed around a lot, which is Warn Ya. Um, great song. Um, but doing some some digging into their other music, I think it's going to be an interesting set because they have very different types of types of genres that they're throwing. So I think it's it, it could go either way. It could be interesting kind of, kind of funk. They might go ride the line of like Jim and Jam and do more of the funk type stuff. Auto instrumentation. I hope, right? Or, and I'm going to show you that the second song is a little bit more like, would be like harder EDM type type of set. So it'll be interesting. But, um, so the first song, we're just going to go um, ahead and play Warn Ya. I don't know what it is. I thought this song, hey, do you know what song I'm talking about? I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Here, let, let play it first and then. So this is Warn Ya off of their album Music with Friends. Um, the surprising part, what I was talking about, is it's in, um, it was put out in 2022. And if you recognize the song, for some reason I thought I'd heard it like much earlier than that, but obviously I haven't if they put it out in 2022. I have not heard this. Oh, no? No. I like this bass line on the build-up, though. Yeah. I can really like it. Subtly building. Just more and more. with the drop but with that whole build up I, I get what you mean where it, it sounds like nostalgic kind of to yeah. like an earlier like Zed's Dead kind of a EDM era yeah maybe yeah, like yeah. 10 years ago and that's funny you say that because uh, Skrillex Zed's Dead sort of an aura to it yeah that, that intro that build up it's funny you say that too because the um Champagne Drip did a remix of it. And this is the song that I was familiar with with Champagne Drip's remix. And they actually put the remix on their extended album. It's fucking, it's uh, most of the same, same build up because it's incredible. But the drop is fucked. <laughs> it's really good. We'll play it real quick. Quick shout out to Champagne Drip, dude. Yes, Everything they yeah. touch is fucking incredible. I've never seen him, but I want to. I've seen him one time and it was really nice. Yeah. It's just that Ben's not too long ago. I was meaning to head over there, but yeah. didn't make it out. Yeah. 
beefed it up a little bit, a little bit of ambiance in the background. They just subtle changes to the intro because it's, you know, it's good. And I can't place where I've heard this, but I've definitely heard this drop in a set somewhere, if not multiple times. The, that's the remix of Ornia. Um, and then the second song I want to show you from the Funk Hunters is a title called Hit Like. Um, it's also off their album Music with Friends, also from 2022. But I um, think has a bit of a different uh, vibe than Warnia. When I'm working on it every day, I hit like when I'm doing everything it takes. I hit like when I'm moving every second I wait. I hit like a riptide on the west side, that best side. Yeah, I'm always on my way up. I never sit on sofas. I take your two cents and you give me the penny loafers. I got dreams to be the top. That means I think it over. Say I just might show you what my hit love the incorporation of rap with EDM recently. It seems like they're coming more enmeshed. I mean, I always have been, but... Yeah, there's plenty of artists that are really good at mixing um, bass music and hip-hop, whereas that wasn't so popular before. <coughs> um, I've noticed, you know, bass house, a lot of rap is, and hip-hop is bled into bass house quite a bit. Bijou, Dr. Fresh, kind of Drezzo vibe, holding yeah. it down. But yeah, definitely, I, I really enjoy the hip-hop incorporations with bass. Mm-hmm. See, like, Grizz doing it even a little bit here and there. Zed's dead. Um, Bunsen Blondes. Fucking Skrillex now. Skrillex. LS Dream. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's Funk Owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next one we have is uh, So Down. Um, the first song I wanted to show you is song called with you which i'm guessing you you may have heard this one uh it's one of the more popular songs 
off oh, the yeah. album yeah off the album moon tricks uh 2017 oh yeah yeah this is a great song yeah, that's anthem that's an anthem song oh yeah i remember this came on my release radar when i was in high school yeah <laughs> oh yeah remember i was just listening to like a lot of dubstep and rap and hip-hop and stuff at the time and i don't know why i didn't want my friends hearing me like singing <laughs> Sing along female audio <laughs> vocals in my car when i was listening to music so i'd always listen to this like hanging out in sedona and stuff it's yeah. a great song though yeah incredible Shout out to Carly Lynn, she's on the vocals. Yeah, seriously though. Yeah, great vocals. Yeah, she she kills it. done well with the saxophone has my heart right away oh same you know immediately yeah. okay so there's there's one side of so down and then there's another side of uh so down so a second track um i can already feel your apprehension to this um it's a millennium song i know you love millennium <laughs> <laughs> But uh, songs called Sideways. I, I mean, say what you want about Elenium. He makes good fucking songs. He does. He does. Um, but it's a uh, Sodown's remix. So Sideways, uh, original, originally a Elenium track, uh, but it was a collaboration with Val Valerie Broussard and Nurko uh, in 2021. Sodown did the remix, or well, rather, Sodown did the remix in 2021. I'm not sure when the original song is. Um, it's Sideways. You probably heard the original track, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. Enticing sound, dark and ominous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pulls you in. Yeah, that does pull you in. If I was VJ and you'd be falling down a twisty <laughs> hypnosis hole here, uh -huh. black and white spinning circle. I'm really wondering if he pulls out some of the his harder stuff. Uh, I like the jam. subtle growls in there. Uh -huh. I'm sure he will. 
hoping he breaks out some live instruments and yeah. plays his saxophone and, and then uh, hits some harder music in the breaks. <laughs> So that's so down. Um, okay, so now we're moving into tier three. Uh, this is kind of where it sounds like um, Seth, some of your notoriety breaks off. So these will be new finds for you. So hopefully, um, Let's get it. this guy, I'm uh, very, very, very impressed with. I had never heard of uh, them, uh, Ravenscoon, but almost like instantaneously fell in love with a couple of these tracks. So. Um, I'm excited. I was, this is probably one of the artists I'm most excited to show you about, um, in this track in particular, um, it is called never heard of you. And I was, I happened to be working out when this came on and I found it and it was, uh, it was all energy. <laughs> uh, sorry. It's never heard of you collaboration with, uh, smoke land, uh, came out 2022. Sweet. Yeah. So here he's worked with Wakan in the past. Mm -hmm. He's got his own record label. Yeah, he's fucking. He's done quite a bit with Wakan. Influences with the experimental bass. Mm -hmm. Just clean. Makes perfect sense why he's working with Wakan yeah, too. Yeah. Very much up the Liquid Stranger kind of an alley. It's like I've already heard probably like three or four different kind of genres in this song. Right? Yeah. That build up made me think it was going to be like some drum and bass track when I first heard it. Yeah. It definitely leads you on a little bit like it could be up in the air. Yeah. And I guess kind of in the break, right there, it does yeah. turn into drum and bass, yeah. I feel like this guy's, I mean, a lot of Wakan artists in general, I feel like are kind of people that like no genre is untouchable for them. Yeah, you know? it's like they can, they can blend different styles very well. Yeah. This guy too. I'm going to let this one play out because the second drop is dope too. I almost feel like this guy makes some sick like trance and side trance when <laughs> just, his side just for fun his time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't Guaranteed. put it past him to put it in a mix here and there, yeah. you know? Yeah. In a set. I don't know if I haven't listened to him. I don't know if he has much of That'd side trance and trance release, but. I bet he would. Oof. They never heard of you. <laughs> 
That's hard as fuck. It's just not at all what you're expecting no. either. I think if there's any way to like describe a con artist, it's like just expect the unexpected. Like you don't yeah. know. Put your brain in a washing machine. Yeah. And <laughs> forget what you know. Yeah, you're right. I've heard, like, multiple different genres blended seamlessly in the song. I've heard at least, like, six, six different loops with the hi-hats and yeah. those claps changing, like, every 16 bars. He's just like, here you go. Like, here you and go. Flip. Let me tweak this <laughs> a little bit. But, yeah, never heard of you by Ravenscoon. Cool. Yeah. Gonna have to check this guy out a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, shit, definitely looking forward to seeing how that feels live. It's that same kind of mm-hmm. wonky experimental bass where you just like gets you in the chest and you just, ooh. Yeah, I'm so selfishly hoping. So you haven't been yet, but they do have a, an indoor kind of like a hangar type uh, um, stage. If they do it again this year, they did last year. Um, and I'm really hoping he's he's in that indoors venue. I mean, it would be cool to see him on a big stage as well. I don't think he will be. Um, he's not in the, the, the headline category, but um, I think it'd be fucking dope to see in that in that overhang in the hangar. Totally. Um, I'm going to give you one more song of his. Uh, it's called Rapid Eye Movement. Um, it's off of, it's a uh, self-titled track off of his EP, Rapid Eye Movement. And the EP came out 2021. So this is a little bit earlier work. Uh, Maybe I've heard this song. Oh, really? I don't know. It's a trip. recognize the album art i have uh showing out off of this ep in my likes but i think someone just sent it to me i never listened to any of this guy i don't have any other liked songs yeah humans ever get there to where we figure out like deep space travel and like serious interstellar kind of travel but (laughs) I can't imagine you just be sitting like in a wormhole listening to nothing you know yeah this 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 would be the soundtrack yeah like they say there's no sound in space but I highly doubt when you're going through a wormhole this is not the kind of stuff that's coming through (laughs) coming through the spaceship Yeah, this gives me desert tunnel forest forest renegade vibes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful webs, beautiful webs, gorgeous webs. Oh yes, Um, it's very pleasant to my ears. 
very excited for Raven's Coon. Very excited to learn how to pronounce uh, Raven's Coon. Hopefully that's right. I don't know. Yeah, um, is, it, is it Raven's Coon or is it Raven Schoon? Yeah, that might be Raven's Coon. Yeah, honestly. Raven's Coon sounds a little funky. That might be it though. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to find somebody in the crowd and ask them. <laughs> um, somebody asked. Someone has to know. Yeah. Uh, next artist on tier three that I picked out is Justin J. Um, Justin J. Yeah. For me, this is one of those artists that I didn't recognize the name, but after searching in my library, yeah. I, I found out I had liked a song of his a while back. Um, the song's name is, uh, can't hang. And he put it out on his album home, uh, in 2017. Um, this guy's got a gnarly set of, Lettuce, his hair is is crazy. Does he? <laughs> yeah, I I saw him at a festival. I think maybe for five minutes. Oh really? Yeah. Where was he at? I have no idea. I just remember getting introduced to this guy live, and then never really checked him out much after that. I've just got a couple of like songs by him. I have O oh and Woo. <laughs> Off of oh, his album. Oh, oh, nice EP. Oh, love it with Claude Von Stroke is both songs. So that's that's how oh, I imagine I found yeah, it. Yeah, probably, huh? But yeah, those are the only couple that I'm familiar with. I've never heard of this. This is fun. It's really happy. Uh, it reminds me of you know who Swarty is? No, uh, I don't know who they're different. I don't know who came first, but it just kind of gives me the same vibes. Yeah. Too much. Summertime vibe. Mm-hmm. Brings the overlay back in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's on Dirty Bird or if he's just done work with Dirty Bird and Claude Von Stroke before, but this isn't like at all where I would put uh, most Dirty Bird artists no. sound at on the spectrum. Not really, and it's weird because I have two other songs for you. Neither of them either I'd say that about. The almost, third one might be. I almost wonder if he if he has separate like DJ sets and live sets because oh, this sounds this sounds a lot, you know, like something someone would be playing on Ableton Live. You yeah. Know? I could picture him up there doing this. Yeah. And then singing over it. Yeah. Probably. I'm pretty sure he does his vocals. Okay, so that's Can't Hang. Uh, this next one I want to show you is Colors. Colors. Uh, it's a collaboration with uh, Ollie J, um, and they put it out in 2021. 
Started his music career from his freshman dorm room. Hell yeah, love that. I don't know how old he is now, but he's 22 at the time this bio was written. With a spark in your eyes, it shines through the night. I like his, his beats. Very chill. Almost like kind of jazzy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Some funky, jazzy, deep house. Yeah, love that. That house funk, man. Do we get caught up in the full set of this and just like oh, forget where you're at? Oh, easily. I can't tell you how many times I've been like, hey guys, I'm gonna go fill up my water. I'm gonna go to the bathroom, start hearing some weird disco house beats, and I'm like, oh, yes, sir. Next thing you know, I'm like getting calls. Where you at? <laughs> I want to see the colors. You have my phone. Oh shit, sorry. Okay. Vibrant. Funky, funky jazzy, vibrant. Now this <laughs> next one I think is just funny. I uh I love it. It's called Pussy Pop. Um it's a collaboration with Josh Taylor uh and Justin J. Um yeah, I don't know. I love it. Oh yeah. For the singular vocal, it's so weird and just awesome and lovely at the same time. But all three of these tracks look very different. (laughs) Incredibly. Oh yeah. I appreciate when House music has this big, long, bass-heavy build-up because it's perfect for just, like, fading a song out and fading this one in, you know? Before you know it, you know, 30, 45 seconds in, build-up oh, starts. Is this a new song? <laughs> yeah, you never even notice. Mm. That's it. Pussy pop. I, I don't know. I'm not a house head, so I can't speak out of turn, but I feel like at a certain point in house, like simplicity is key. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. It's just hard to find your own unique style in the simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can go make a boots and cats and boots and cats beat, but making it uniquely your own. Mm-hmm. Stuff? That's not easy. Pussy pop. That's sick. <laughs> I like the bass lines in that. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like you just 
hanging out of the sunroof of a limo going down the strip, jamming this. Like you just robbed a bank or something. Alright, um, moving on to tier four. Um, I, it's hard to even tell what the quality of these artists like. I mean, they're not as notable. Um, you know, they're not household names, but um, uh, these last two are two of my favorites that I did research on. Um, Soli is somebody that you've more than likely heard. Have you heard of Soli? I believe so. Okay, he's one of those guys. I think I think he's like more behind the scenes type of guy. He's a collaborator on a lot of huge music, a lot of music that I love. And she's like one of those like. Obviously, a great artist. Don't get me wrong, but kind of uh, pigeonwink. He's just like uh, featuring solely on a lot of songs, and I think that usually means that they're you know probably about to blow up, or maybe they like that support role, like people like Space Laces. You know, obviously an incredible producer and artist, but does tend to kind of uh, be a collaborator more often than like you know soul soul artist. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'm seeing right here he, he was on tour in 2020 with Champagne Drip. Yep. And uh, he went on with Wakan Label Boss, Liquid Stranger on his Ascension tour. Detroit-based, just kind of burst into the scene late 2018, 2019. Yeah, I think he's up next. A uh, song I picked for you. Um, Do you know Peekaboo put out an EP recently? It's really recently, so you, you might not have heard of it. Um, uh, maybe. EP's name is uh, Secrecy. Um, but the song that uh, Soli worked with Peekaboo on is called Sacrament. That's the one I'll play for you. And when I listened to the EP at first, this was before I was doing research. Um, this was a song that stood out to me as my favorite um, by a long shot. Like the EP, but this this song is fucking something else. So here you go. <laughs> Might be one of my favorite Peek Boo songs, and I, I really I like Peek Boo's one. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty pretty sick at Nocturnal that first day. Yeah. These are people that have just mastered sound production, you know. Yeah. 
I don't know what this really means, but when I listen to Peak Will, I just want to fucking ride. I don't know what that means, but... Just ride? Just ride. Yeah. I want to fucking ride. Just makes you stoked. You don't know what for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Is something? Is that something you would listen to going driving to a festival, or would that give you anxiety? Probably give me anxiety. I want to hear this at the festival. Yeah, no, I feel that completely. I feel like this is another one of those songs where it's like you've got nice monitors and we can't even be blowing out your windows if we wanted to like really feel half of the sub in this song. We're getting like a quarter of that. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, Sacrament of uh, Peekaboo's EP uh, for Sully. He's a collaborator on that song. This next one is um, Sully collaborating with Champagne Drip off their uh, EP Time Warp in 2022. The track's name is That Feeling. This is the first song on the album too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. the songs you hear everywhere you know such a good like mix between distorted and squeaky clean does that make any sense totally yeah riding a fine line very growly mm-hmm. and that's sneaky So that's Sully. I think he's going to be a uh, fun set. Um, I'm excited for Sully. Yeah, definitely same. Sully's set and to see what Sully does just in general as an artist, you know. I always wonder, because I think Space Laces was kind, of, was kind of like this. He's a little bit further on in his career, but I think Space Laces, to begin with, kind of like um, collabed on a lot of huge artists. And then more recently, he like he dropped album and, and full, full-length works and just fucking... You know, you know, that's out, shit, yeah. you know those the shit he was sitting on for a long time. So I'm hoping that's the case with Sully. He's got some shit and he's gonna start putting out some stuff. But who knows? Start putting out Sully. 
Um, okay. Uh, last person that I have for you, Seth, is uh, somebody by the name of Tie-Dye Kai. Any chance you've heard? Nope. Okay. Tie-Dye Kai. I am curious, honestly, to see which... I think this is a little more up my alley, a little selfish pick on my uh, part, but I do think it's a really cool song. Um, but it is a little more... I still haven't understood what Vapor Twitch means, but I think this would fall into that category. <laughs> Apparently, it's my most listened to genre. Um, <coughs> I might be making shit up here. Just let me play it. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's called Never Cage a Butterfly off of Tide Kai's album Baby Blue and the Supermoon uh, Drop 2020. So this is a, a COVID album. so much and compare artists but the feel kind of reminds me of some of Flume's work you know oh yeah no definitely some of his newer stuff yeah like the, exactly what I was thinking this whole time yeah glitchy breaky yeah still melodic yeah, still follows melodic. good beat but very fluctuating mm-hmm. kind of question where the beat is sometimes you know yeah, yeah you wait for him to so bring much. it back for you. Yeah. And just, you know, beautiful vocals, nice chords underneath. Mm-hmm. It's like it checks all my boxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like the vocals a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, super, super worked on, you know? Yeah. Pretty raw vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a lot of, I think, a lot of courage to have vocals on the raw side of EDM when like nobody's gonna judge you if you're gonna you know filter the fuck out of it yeah yeah true or just throw a bunch of auto tune on there for what you're working with yeah he kind of sounds like his voice reminds me of Matt Burton that guy that makes that backwards and BMW song just very scratchy like surfer guy kind of a voice yeah SoCal I kind of want to look up to see if he actually lives in SoCal. I'll look it up. <laughs> no, I don't think close. either of us would guess where he's from. He's from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be more opposite. Yeah, no, he's very warm. Yeah. Sounds very warm. It's tie-dye Kai. 
Well, those are my picks for you. What do you uh, What do you think about the, the picks tonight? Yeah, it's pretty pretty sick. Definitely pretty excited to uh, go on this journey of a lineup that they've given us here. Ravens Coon, definitely Ravens Schoon. I don't know. Definitely gonna have to figure out. Ravens figure Con, out to be something. Con, yeah, yeah. Watch it. It's probably not even pronounced Raven in there or anything, you know. <laughs> Ravens Coon. Yeah, you know, you never, <laughs> you never know what these artists' names, but uh, yeah, that guy's pretty sick. A couple of those tier four people. That Sully guy's nice. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking forward to uh, seeing the vibe of the festival this year. Seeing the set times for these different artists, the kind of different different uh flow of music that they incorporate with the set times is always interesting mm-hmm. yeah and if they have it set up the same way as last year there's the main stage opal stage which is kind of um off to the side uh of main stage then they have one out in the field which is kind of more the small artists and they have that indoor uh stage so four different stages so four like, stages a lot cool. of ways to break it up yeah, yeah. Lots of opportunities to be popping around, mm-hmm. yeah. catching a lot of different good talent. Yeah, that's the cool part about Jam and Jam too, is because it's like, I mean, a lot of artists, obviously, or uh, festivals, obviously, but um, the the you know the art vending and all the, the vendors and all the, the uh, stuff is in the middle of those four stages, so you literally have to walk across, you know, and see all the art and all the different stuff that people brought um, to get from stage to stage. So it's a really cool setup, I think. Yeah, it's like just very immersive in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're walking by something, you're automatically just going to be drawn to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, cool. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me over for this. Yeah, another lineup listen in the books. Um, yeah, hope we see you all there. Come say hi. <laughs>